Hi, this is Nick Wolfhard, and you're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. everyone and welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I am Randy Hardenbrook. And another very special guest for you people today. You've probably heard him uh, providing voices in shows like Smiling Friends, My Little Pony, World Trigger, Beyblade Burst. But he's probably best known for voicing Jack Sullivan in The Last Kids on Earth on Netflix. We welcome actor and gamer Nick Wolfhard to the show today. And another great conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're on a streak. I think we are, yeah. <laughs> you know? I shouldn't have said that out loud. Now we're going to tank. Next yep. person's going to be an asshole. Let's hope not. <laughs> no guests the... for the next rest of the year, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I just knocked on wood so we should be safe. I just did it twice, okay? I mean, I don't know if this is real wood, but you get the point. But before we do any of that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And if you like what we're doing, head to CandarePodcast.com. Many ways you can support us over there. There's a merch tab, get t-shirts, hats, mugs, phone cases, etc., etc. Or our Patreon page, where you can find it Patreon.com forward slash CandarePod. Or just follow the little orange button on our website, where for 5 to $10 a month, get you access to hours and hours and hours of extra content that the normies just aren't getting that you will get for your uh, donation every month. And if you don't have money to support us, leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast player of choice because all that stuff just helps so much. Check us out at evergreenpodcast.com. See all the other great shows and uh, give us some love. And if, uh, I guess it's that time of year, I start putting the call out on the show that we are preparing for our Halloween episode, Mm -hmm. Halloween 2022 special, where like we're looking to do like we did last year where we had a bunch of people come on and tell their stories. So if you have a weird story, uh, unexplainable story, a ghost story, anything kind of paranormal, anything that falls in that category, let us know. We want to get you on the show. We want to talk to you about your experience and you'll be on our Halloween episode. So just uh, shoot us emails at info at candarepodcast.com or just uh, go to our website and there's a contacts area where you can just type in there and get a hold of us. Preferably a paranormal story, not a pair of normal stories. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Jack's on fire! Randy's still thinking. (laughs) I'm debating my life choices. (laughs) All right, let's just get over to our conversation with Nick Wolfhard. Nick, thanks so much, man, for taking time to be on the show. It's really an honor to have you here. How are you? How's your summer? Uh, it's great to be here. A uh, bit busy so far, but busy is good, and uh, I'm I'm glad to to be here. Thank you. When you say when you say uh, busy, are you meaning just uh, being in the booth recording? Are you vacation plans? What kind of stuff you got going on? Well, I, was, I mean, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of everything. I, I mean, I was just in uh, Toronto, just meeting my my agent there, uh, okay. and uh, also my my brother was there. I was I was visiting and. Um, yeah, I I'm just uh, I was there and, you know, I'm in the booth and I'm also just, you know, all over the place, you know, sign, you know, signing stuff and oh, just yeah. work it just just working, just work in general. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shaking hands, kissing babies, that kind of stuff. Heck yeah. <laughs> Well, let's just jump right into it here. I was seeing on uh, IMW or shit on IMDB <laughs> that you said that you knew you wanted to be a cartoon character at the age of four. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What inspired that? 
Well, according to my parents, that that's the that's how the story goes. But um, the closest thing was basically, you know, if if I can't be a cartoon character, I can voice cartoon characters. Sure. So I always loved cartoons. You know, me and my brother, uh, we really got into film and pop culture in general, and I really latched on to animation and. I started taking, you know, I, I, I like to do improv, you know, and when I was, when I was a kid and I also did, um, acting classes mm -hmm. and I took voiceover classes when I was in middle school and then I started taking more and more and, uh, I've been, I've been kind of doing it ever since. Um, I never want to, you know, I never want to stop learning. So I'm, I still take classes to this day. Wow. So, really? That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You, you, you always want to keep learning, taking classes, you know, sure. you, you never, you never know everything. So, yeah. So we're from a little bit older generation here. What, uh, what <laughs> TV or cartoons and anime did you grow up with watching? Well, I grew up with, I grew up with, um, uh, uh, Bleach, Dragon Ball Z, Kai, nice. um, Gur a show called Gurren Lagann, which oh, is, yeah. I, I really got into anime around middle school, um, okay. and but I, I was into cartoons and video games a lot longer, lot longer, you know. But I like you know Pokemon and and or Pokemon, all 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 that's great stuff. And Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo. I could keep going on and on, but <laughs> yeah, Samurai Champloo is great. You all and Cowboy Bebop too. That, that, that those are two shows that you you three would probably really like if you haven't already seen them already. But yeah, these two over here are the uh, <laughs> resident anime guys. So I, I'm afraid I haven't, but I'm I, sure they have. I'm with you on Gurren Logan. It's I love that's one of my favorites. I never even yeah. heard of that one. Get off your it's ass, Jack. Oh, geez. <laughs> do some homework. <laughs> it's fantastic. I, I just really related to the message of the show as a as a kid, especially. And yeah, no, I I got into it through there. And some of the projects I've been in uh, are Last Kids on Earth. I'm the lead in that. Right. Um, I did some Beyblade. I did some additional voices on My Little Pony. I did the show called World Trigger. I was in a game recently called Identity V. Uh, that's a mobile game. Um, oh, nice. I, yeah, I did. I did the. I was the English voice in the in the trailers. That was fun. Sweet. And yeah, no, I I was on an NBC show called The In Between. Uh, I was like a. I was like the guest kind of. Uh, spoiler alert! I was kind of like the guest killer, I guess. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Yeah. I don't need to watch. It I didn't admit I did it. I, I I didn't admit I did it, but I guess I I guess I did. <laughs> according, to the, according to the uh the the yeah according to the episode. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you yeah. said that you uh, got started. Your first job, rather, was at fifteen. Is that correct? I think so. I, I, I did a, I was the lead in this uh, movie called, uh, that aired on Cartoon Network called uh, Under Wraps. And I played a character called uh, Danny. And that was, that was, I recorded that in 2014 and it came out the same year. And my director, my, my director was Terry Classen or Terry Clayson. And uh, the, the experience was just, uh, was just amazing. It was, it was it was so good. It was my first kind of I can't believe I got that part considering how early I was in my career. But I, I was going to say, yeah, but I, I yeah, like that never happens. Like, that's very rare. Um, and I honestly I, I still can't believe I got that, especially considering, you know, how much more, you know, how much more skill I've and stuff I've learned over the years. But 
you know, if 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 they're happy, then I'm happy. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, so that that's good. Yeah, and there's yeah no I and that that whole experience was 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 awesome. It was such a good. It, Terry, like he, he's been in the business for so many years as a voice actor as well as a director, and mm-hmm. um, he he also directed me on My Little Pony as well. So to have him be someone to kind of help me dip my toes into the field uh, was great. Uh, it was I, you know, I kind of couldn't have asked for a better first experience. So there's right. yeah, always helps to have someone in there, someone that's been in it to help you through it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. mentor. No. I, Absolutely. And, you know, when you when you learn classes, when you go to classes as well, you want to have someone who has a lot of experience, but you also want to make sure that they can properly teach that experience, too. It's like just because you have a lot of experience doesn't mean that you're necessarily an amazing teacher. I've 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 been lucky on that front, you know, but uh, where I've I've gotten good teachers. But I guess it doesn't always happen from what from what I've learned. But, yeah, have someone experience, but also make sure that you have a, a good, you know, have someone that can really teach that experience. I wish I yeah. could teach better. I know <laughs> I know things, but when it comes to, like, when telling these guys sometimes I can never get my point across. Or I, and it's not their fault. It's mine. I'm, you know, I'm just not a good teacher. <laughs> I just get mad. Yeah. What are you, stupid? <laughs> I'm telling you how to do it. I'm, I'm done with you, yeah. idiot. I'm right, I'm right here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so jumping back a little bit, uh, you know, we, one of your roles that you, one of the things you've done was Beyblade Burst. I tried to say that too fast. Now, (laughs) Beyblade is something that's been around since like the early 2000s. So was that like a show that you knew before you had the role? Were you a fan before you were actually voicing for them? I definitely watched it. I watched a lot of it. And I remember, yeah, that was, I got to say, let it rip like every single episode. And I, I loved it. I couldn't, if I told my young, if I told my younger self that I'd be in that position, he'd be like, no, no way. Like, I couldn't believe I was there when I was actually recording it. That was pretty, that was, that was amazing. So yeah, no, that was a good experience. That was a good experience of amazing experience. In fact. Um, and then World Trigger was like my first series role. I started doing that. I start. I did that like uh, while I was still in high school. I was like my last year of high school, wow. I think. Yeah, and then um, and then it came out, and then eventually it came to Crunchyroll, and uh, <clears throat> and yeah, no, it's I've been I've been lucky to have like such you know such great experiences, and I know now you know also that. And because I've had such the, of those great experiences, I don't want to take them for granted. So that's why I just keep trying to do my best both in the booth and, you know, during auditions. And, and you know, that's why I keep taking classes to gain sure. more knowledge because, you know, it's just you want to you want to be out there. You want to keep working. And right. uh, yeah, and I mean, and, you know, like that's that's what everyone I, that's that's what everyone should do. I mean, at least everyone who really wants to be in this in this craft and because you know act acting in general is just very very competitive so sure you know yeah it's but you know i i don't all i don't want to like at the same time though it's it's a community you know it's it's like Mm -hmm. it's it's a friendship like everyone in the voiceover community i've ever met has been so kind and so awesome and yeah, like the, the the community and aspect of it, and sure it's competitive, but you don't treat it like it is. You don't you you know you're all you're you all want the same thing, and you all want to help like prop each other up. So right. 
yeah, you know. You don't come out of the audition like, you all can go home. I got this one. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like where you don't, you're not mad if someone else gets it because you're happy they got it. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. I've heard that before uh, through, I think Rob Paulson said something like that mm -hmm. when he was on. Oh, um, Rob, Rob Paulson was on. That's great. I'm, I'm, I'm such a huge fan of his. Yeah, yeah. We've had, yeah, him and... Uh, Rice Marie, Maurice Lamarche, uh, Tara Strong. Uh, I, I'd have to go look at the list. I can't remember. <laughs> quite a few voiceovers. Names over. escape me when I try to search for who we had on. And that's why I asked the question, because every time we have voiceover on, I love finding out if there is any property that maybe they were a fan of before they got to, you know, actually work there. You know, Cam Clark was talking about how big of a Peanuts fan he was growing up. And then when he got older, he got to be the first person to give Snoopy a voice in mm -hmm. Snoopy the Musical. I just love that story. It's it's cool oh, stuff. I, I was just playing Shredder's Revenge, and I noticed him and, and Rob Paulson yeah. were both in there back as Leonardo and Raph. And it's Isn't funny because awesome? Rob Paulson... Yeah, and it's funny because Rob Paulson also voices uh, Donatello. Yeah, in, in, the, the, in the Nickelodeon uh, in the version. cartoon, yeah. Oh, so I thought you meant in Shredder's Revenge. I'm like, well, what? <laughs> no, 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 they're he, all in there. He voices Raph in there, and then in the 2012 reboot, he voices Donatello. Yeah. yeah. Which is really funny. And I'm, I'm actually not sure how that story goes. Like, I used to listen to to talking tunes. I, I, I know it went That's away for a bit, show. and I think, I know, yeah, it went away for a bit, and it's back now, right? Oh, I Did didn't know it, it was back, really. It? I, think, I think Nerdist used to do it. Right. And then Correct, yeah. and then it stopped for a while. And then yeah, I good, think it's like back. Four or five I think, years ago. I think it's back now, but I'm not sure. Oh, man. You've almost got me diving for my phone. <laughs> At least I got something to listen to tomorrow. I hope it I, is. Yeah, I <laughs> one of my all time favorite clips is uh, is Rob Paulson and Seth Green doing a clip from the uh, from Star Wars Episode three. But oh it's like God. but it's like Chris Griffin. And he's just like, you took her away from me. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. You did that really well. Yeah. Like, I, I, wasn't even, I wasn't even really trying. I was just trying to remember in my head how the tone of how he said it. And yeah, that was, yeah, that, that was, that was such a good episode. And he does yeah. that. He does that. Like, I love when Rob Paulson does that. Cause he does that all the time. I think he used to do that almost every single episode too. He, he did. There was he, one of my favorites was uh, the one where he had Maurice LaMarche on. And at the end, they read uh, Who's On First as Pinky yeah. in the Brain. Mm. And they read the whole thing. And it was amazing. Yeah. Another another favorite of mine is uh, is uh, Bill Farmer, who is the voice of uh, Goofy. Yes. He, they, they recited a little bit of The Godfather. And then I think he also <laughs> did a couple other characters as well. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then there's another one, Nancy Cartwright. I think oh, they yeah. they did some of the prequel dialogue as well, but it was Ralph Wiggum. Anyway, yeah, it was. It's a it's a yeah. Master Qui Gon. You know, you know. Oh, I don't want. I, I don't want. I don't want to do like other people's characters. I was literally just. I was trying to like re remember the lines in my head, and it, it sometimes it just comes out like that. But yeah, um, I'm a big fan of the. Basically, point is, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the the voiceover community. I love the people sure. in it. Um, not just the voice actors, the the audio engineers, the the directors, right. the script adapt the script adapters. If it's like an English dub of like a game or an anime or something like that, you know, we're all just trying to we're all just trying to get by, and we're all trying to collaborate just to you know, create. We all want to see each other succeed because right. if we don't have that, then our our you know our industry's kind of kaput. Yeah, like anything. Yeah. It's it takes a village. 
we're all cogs in the machine, but I mean that in the best possible way. All right. Very cool. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break to jump to commercial, but don't go anywhere. When we come back, more with Nick Wolfhard. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. Well, let's touch on net, the Netflix show, The Last Kids on Earth, where you play Jack Sullivan. Can you tell us a little bit about this, how you got the role? Yeah, no, I uh, I was the... <clears throat> so I started the audition process for Jack like four or five months before I actually, you know, got the part. Wow. I, uh, I watched a couple of movie references and there was a couple of callbacks. And I remember... It was, it was like my original approach to it was uh, different compared to it wasn't too different, but it was it was like, you know, because you're really when you when you make a show, you, you're you're like producing the character, you know, so right. it's you, the writer, the, the showrunner, um, the original creator, the producers, you're all trying to kind of figure this stuff out all together. Right. So, you know, it evolves uh over time and it's it's a lot of fun to kind of see where you started versus to see where you kind of ended up creatively it's it's great and yeah yeah no and i i absolutely love everyone on the last kids crew uh sir like yeah garland witt monse hernandez charlie demers uh you know james corrigal my voice our voice director uh right. scott peterson our showrunner just amazing amazing people not to mention some of the other uh, talent that you're working with. Uh, Keith David, Rosario Dawson, Bruce Campbell, Catherine yeah, O'Hara, so and Mark Hamill. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. This I know. is amazing. <laughs> I, they, so they, it's like the second, that, that was the second project I did. I did another, I did a movie called Howard Lovecraft and the Kingdom of Madness. Yes. And Mark Hamill was that in, in that as well. So I've done two projects with Mark Hamill, but I've never met him. He's always recorded separately. Oh, so, yeah, so so um, every, all the uh, you know, so Keith David Rosario, they they all recorded uh, separately from like the main the main cast, the main crew, mm -hmm. Bruce Campbell as well. Um, so, but the fact that I even get to be in a project with these people, it's who amazing. I, who I've respected for so long, for so many years, being you know a huge fan of of them. You know, I was literally just watching They Live, Keith David. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great yeah. movie. Yeah, no, I, I, I love I love it. they live. I, I think the message of it is is totally ahead of its time, especially, you know, now nowadays. But oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's the fact that even if I don't record with them, even if I haven't met them before, the fact that even if my character is talking to Thrall, who is voiced by Keith David, he's kind of Jack's, you know, he's Jack's um, mentor is it's amazing. Like, I can't believe it. Be. Like, I couldn't, be. you know, I, I hear myself and then I hear Keith David and I'm like, huh, 
Like, I'm not like, like, but way more than that. I'm very much understating it. Like, like yeah, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not, so, it's not, fangirl, huh? yeah, it's not so much, huh? It's more like, huh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it takes yeah. most people a lot longer than you've been in the business and like with a much longer IMDB to work with even half of these names. Like, it's incredible what you've done. I, I, I know. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very lucky. I, I honestly, I still can't believe it. Part of me, you know, sometimes I think like part of me says I, I don't deserve it, but I can't think like that because if you, you think like that, it. you're just, no, if you think, well, it's, it's not just that. It's also, if you, if you, this goes to anyone too. If you think like that, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Oh right? yeah, yeah, sure. Don't, don't believe you don't like never believe that you don't deserve, you know, what what you know what you you know don't doubt yourself i i i think uh someone who i i follow a voiceover actor on who i've met before his name's aj beckles i think he said like just you know don't doubt yourself don't doubt your abilities and could because if you do that i'm i'm paraphrasing of course but you're 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 you know you're just setting yourself up for failure you gotta Mm -hmm. do what you've got to do and you gotta just trying to just buck up and really just do your best and plus you can probably hear that in the performance if you're not feeling good with it and stuff you know what i mean well, you psych yourself yeah, no, out. Ex- exactly and you don't want to <laughs> like overwork yourself either because again like you said you can hear that in the performance you can hear in auditions the, the microphone picks up everything mm-hmm. and you know I, I and you know the the microphone i i learned this from i took a class with with uh, bob bergen recently who's a who's a voice actor and he said like the microphone can pick up everything it it can pick up desperation it can pick up nervousness all all that all that stuff and you know it's it's obviously it's much easy, you know easier said than done and i have trouble with it everyone has trouble with this but like i'm sure but it's you kind of just got to go in there, just have fun. Don't worry about getting the job. Just do your best and be happy with what you did. And don't worry about how you say the lines, just feel it, be natural prep beforehand and just give it your best shot. Yeah. That's all you can do. Right. And uh, yeah, don't don't beat yourself up about it. Right. And uh, don't sell yourself short because I've got a 10 year old son. And uh, when I told him, you know, we we started looking at the, the TV show together. And I'm like, oh, Mark Hamill's in this blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I, I got to you and then I told him, hey, I'm, I'm interviewing Nick. And he's like, <laughs> it's like it's to what Rob Paulson is to us like you are to him. It's just it's that cool like. I could not get him to read it all. Uh, we got him the oh book. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, he saw the title of the book. It was just kind of sitting on his desk. And then he saw the Netflix series, watched the first episode, and then he's, like, been reading the book hardcore. So That's that's amazing. Uh, uh, you know, say say hi to him for me. And, Absolutely. You know, <laughs> yeah. And, of course, you know, Max Max Brailler, the, the amazing creator of The Last Kids on Earth, you know, we I – I wouldn't, but no one on that series would be, would be there without, without him, you know? So it's, it's, you know, got to, can kind of, again, got to introspective and retrospective at the same time on this podcast. It's just making me realize, <laughs> you know, how, how lucky I've been and, and how amazing my experiences have been. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, a lot it's luck, it's skill. It's at the end of the day, you just, you know, you you just got to have fun while also just trying your best. Right. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. well said, man. 
So I also uh, understand that, uh, or read that you did a, a song for the, the show as well. Is that correct? Like you composed one? Oh, for, uh, we didn't, I didn't really compose it. We, I more so just, we, we spent time like where I'm trying to like figure out it's the scene where I realized that June, June del Toro is still alive. Mm -hmm. And I, and I did like a, she's alive. June is alive. That's <laughs> that thing. And we spent, I think we spent multiple sessions, like trying to, <laughs> trying to figure that out. Like I kind of just, I kind of like, we knew what the kind of outline of the song was, but we didn't really know the tone and we didn't really know the, the chord progression and all that. So I kind of, I just kind of improv, like I kind of just improv it. And eventually we, we found something that just kind of stuck and okay. that's, you know, that's what we did. Yeah. What do you uh, prominently play? What instrument do you play or multiple instruments? Well, I don't really play instruments anymore, but as a kid, I used to play the piano by ear, uh, piano, keyboard. Nice. Yeah. Um, I used to do recitals, stuff like that. I don't think a lot of people know that, but yeah, as a kid, I, I used to do that. My mom used to play guitar, so she would also sometimes go to the recitals and actually get back into that. Um, and fun. yeah, no, absolutely. And it's a it's a it's a great skill to just have to be able to just um, make music in any way you can, no matter what instrument. So whatever instrument you play, if it sticks, you know, and you enjoy it, stick to it. Exactly. I, I want to personally, yeah, I want to, I want to get back into, into piano or something. There's, there's an instrument out there that I know I, I really enjoy. I like, I like playing piano, but I know that there's probably something out there that I'll like even more. An so accordion. An accordion. <laughs> who, who knows? Maybe. Oh, Works for weird I, got Al. Kind of, I got the weird Al hair right now. <laughs> yeah. You're halfway I, there. Yeah. <laughs> Didgeridoos are fun. Didgeridoo. Oh, there yeah. you go. Didgeridoos, yeah. You're welcome. We just did all the work for you. Thanks for making life choices at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Figuring it all out from here. So going forward in your career, is there is there a particular talent, a particular person, or even an intellectual property that you dream of working on? Or someone you dream of working with? Oh man. Uh I mean, I mean I'm you've already get... nailed a lot of them, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, I, I've, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm like tooting my own horn here. We were just talking about music, but I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just getting started. I, right. I, yeah, I, um, I mean, in the, in the long run, I'm, I'm only, I'm still only like 24 and I, wow. yeah. And I so much for a 24 year old. Well, I mean, I got started. Yeah, it's better to start young, I guess. And a lot of voice actors start out when I'm around my age. So I, I have I, I luckily have that that privilege of starting, you know, younger. Mm -hmm. um, and but if I, I mean, I'm lucky to get anything, you know what I mean? Like to to be able to for people to to recognize, you know, not just my talent, but anyone looking at who goes into the field to try and get in there and you know who wants to do your best to have that just feeling of booking a gig it's right. just it's just you know it, it it never really for me anyway it never really stops being satisfying because you try your best and you know in 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 acting you hear a lot more no's than yeses in, in auditions but you you hit that yes and it's it's just like yes your hard work finally pays off you know? right. and mm. but I like working, like I said, I, I like working on um, whatever I'm given the privilege of uh, of receiving. But 
if you know as long as it's as long as it's like appropriate and like not like super you know offensive or anything but mm -hmm. if i had to work on a project uh ratchet and clank comes to mind i'm a Ooh. huge fan okay. i'm a huge huge fan of the ratchet and clank series um i met james arnold taylor briefly a few years ago super nice guy and uh david k i haven't met him but uh monse hernandez uh knows him he, he, she worked with him on ben 10 because he's Grandpa Max and she's Gwen. Okay. So, yeah, so he's from Vancouver. And he was where I'm from. And he he was uh, Megatron and Beast Wars before he was Clank. And, oh, and wow. uh, he eventually became Optimus Prime in Transformers Animated. So there's uh, there's that. And I've, I've played the Ratchet and Clank game since I was like, I played it since the first one, since like 2002. Wow. I actually, um, I, I have this... Uh, this retro setup here with a with a PS2. I, I was able to get my TV, this TV for free. I don't know if you see this. Oh nice. Yeah, nice CRT. Big yeah. Yell, yeah. <laughs> there's the there's the PS2, GameCube, and ben, yeah, all that oh, there. Man. So yeah. We have so more in common than we may have thought. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> <laughs> so no, I I I played every single one of them. I played Rift Apart recently. I, I absolutely loved it. So yeah, no, and but honestly just just games in general, I I love. It's I'll, I'm not picky when it comes to playing games, and I'm not I'm not picky when it comes to to my voiceover roles. And uh, I'm just I'm just happy to I'm just happy to be working, and I'm glad to you know be in a field that I absolutely love. And you right. know the fact that I audition and I really enjoy it, and then getting to you know see the. Uh, you know, getting getting to uh, actually, you know, be in the booth with the with the creators. That's you know, that would be neat. That, yeah, that's a that's a it's a privilege. But you know, and 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 you know, like I said, you hear know a lot more. But when it does happen, it's it's incredible. So yeah, no, it's that's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make a long story short, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nick, it has been a pleasure to have you here today with us. Thank you so much for taking time to tell us some of these stories. It's uh, really cool to get to talk to you, man. Thank you so much. And um, sorry, I, I wasn't able to actually record from from my booth. It was just kind of dark in there. And I feel like it would be it would I, I kind of sacrificed uh, audio quality for uh, for visual quality. So but oh, strangely yeah. enough, the audio is coming through very well. Yeah, and game, yeah. if you were in your booth, we wouldn't have got to see your gaming. Setup, exactly. So. Yeah. Yep. That's true. <laughs> well, but, but yeah, the, the retro the retro gaming setup. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much, man. You have a wonderful evening. All right. All right. Yeah. Take care, everyone. All right, and there it was, our conversation with Nick Wolfhard. Guys, did you have a good time? It was a Yeah, blast. it was a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun talking with him. So young, accomplished so much. Mm -hmm. It's going to be nuts. Yeah, it's going to be so cool seeing where his career goes. Imagine what another 10 years for him holds, and then he still has his whole life ahead of him. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> He's got so much, oh, wow. It, it was very cool to talk to him, and I encourage uh, everyone to check him out on Instagram at TheWolfhard and on Twitter at Nick underscore Wolfhard. I didn't see a website or anything that he had. Did you guys? I mm, didn't. No, I don't think so. No. So, uh, yeah, check him out. Big, 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 big thanks to Nick for uh, taking time to be on our show today. And with everything being said, Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to candirpodcast.com where you can listen, like, follow, subscribe, become a patron, buy some merch, and go look at our special guest page, see some of those neat people that we've talked to. <laughs> Lots of neat people, mm -hmm. huh? <laughs> <laughs> and once again, don't forget to find us on Twitter at Candair Pod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. 
And if you want to show some support, like Jack was saying, uh, at candarepodcast.com, there's that merch button, there's a Patreon button, two ways for you to get stuff uh, in return for, you know, giving us a little bit of your, of your support. And if you can't support us financially, then uh, just leave us a review on your podcast player of choice because it truly does help out. And if you or anyone you know has uh, any paranormal stories, experiences, any weird stuff, I guess last year it wasn't all paranormal. I mean, the, the last story was the most horrifying, and that was just with a guy coming across some squatters, which was yeah. <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> but uh, just any kind of scary por- paranormal stories, let us know. Uh, shoot us an email at info at candarepodcast.com or just get on our website and hit the contacts page and get a hold of us there. And again, evergreenpodcast.com. Check us out on all the other great shows. There it is. And I think that's all we've got for you guys today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I am Randy Hardenbrook. Thanks for listening and be excellent to each other. You should have been listening to Canned Air. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Snowjob, how'd you get your name? Um... G.I. This has been a Canned Air production. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.